and you're all very welcome to the Calm Projects podcast, where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature, and wellness. How are you doing, Chris? Not too bad, Shane. Yourself? Yeah, great. Great. I can't wait. We've got a great uh, show lined up for you today from uh, mm. Dara Clear at uh, the Clear Out podcast. He's got a great show there that's very cultured and well-rounded podcast, uh, uh, kind of to do with wellness, but all kinds of stuff. Uh, he's a writer. He's and he's a really his... interesting guy. Like, he's been around the block a few times now. Yeah. Lots yeah not of... that he's older, Anton. <laughs> no. Well, what is old? Yeah. Like, I mean... I don't know if he had to hand back his bachelor's when he got married, but uh, like he has a BA in English and philosophy. Like, Yeah, and he's done a lot of writing and acting, but he's also done a lot of community outreach stuff, which we find really interesting. Um, he's into martial arts. We're going to get into that a little mm-hmm. bit. And sure, we, we, showed his, we showed his amazing kind of flying round head. Yeah, we did a wee promo. Uh, you'll see it there, guys. Um, it has the, the, the there's a tagline "Wellness with Attitude." And if you just want to go and check it out, but he's also on Instagram. Um, you'll find some some stuff on there. But his main place to go and check out, guys, is his podcast. It's the Clear Out Pod, uh, the Clear Out Podcast from Derek Clear. And he's right now he's with um, Acast, um, where it's mainly going out. But you'll find him on 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 the usual hangouts if you're on Spotify, Apple, Google, things like that. You'll find him there. So sorry if we're getting we're getting, we've had like a few little wee technical bumps uh, this morning, and you might be one or two wee clipping noises. Uh, but hopefully it won't be too dist- uh, distressing for anybody. Not that anybody's keeping score on that. Otherwise, you wouldn't still be here. <laughs> With the amount of technical stuff. So that's Dyer's podcast. We play, yeah, we played a little bit about, uh, on that. What was it, Chris? The chickens? You, you were mad to talk about the chickens. Yeah, we've got a... Oh, a Chris. Weird, a weird cockerel as well. Chris, sorry, my friends. I had you on mute there for a little while. <laughs> that's probably for the best yeah um, I don't know we're going to have to roll that again we don't normally um, do this I'll edit it don't worry yeah. oh lord Chris how you doing not too bad yourself I'm oh, grand I'm oh, grand <laughs> so we edit we'll get the we edit done so what else has yeah, Derek got up yeah. there um, you never know I might not edit it at all actually <laughs> it's just going to be silence yeah. we'll see uh, sure, I could do it on the fly, I suppose. This will be going out uh, at a later date. So Dara's also on Patreon. That's something he's kind of just starting to uh, mm-hmm. piece together. Um, it's the usual spots, guys. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, but his website is a really interesting look as well, guys. Uh, the clearout.com. And Dara's got lots of stuff up there from from poems to his podcast. Uh, what else is up there? He was Tibble. Lots of pretty <laughs> cool stuff. Romeo and Juliet. But you know what? Probably the best guy to tell us about this is Dara himself. So we'll bring him in now hmm. and uh, we'll ask Dara. Dara, are you there? I am indeed. How are you, lads? We're good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well. Good to see you both. Yeah, you were, you were very happy to have you here, Dara. You're more than welcome. Delighted. Delighted to be delighted to be on board. Happy to share. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that's what it's really about, isn't it? I suppose the kind of stuff we're doing, it's, you know, we're not necess- necessarily on talking opinionated. It's that we just kind of want to get a bit of a conversation going. 
yeah, no, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big believer in that. Um, get the questions, get the questions going, and accept that you might not know all the answers. Absolutely, that's it. That's one thing we love to talk about is open dialogue. So, Dara, first question I suppose I'll ask you is how your podcast got, is going since May. Yeah. So, and it, and and your tagline is is wellness with attitude. Could you can you ta- elaborate on that a little bit first? Yeah, sure. Um, I suppose the you know it's like that that tagline wellness with attitude. In a way, it's really it, it's a comment on the way a lot of wellness is presented in the, the modern world as a sort of a, you know, a hyper, a hyper optimized superpower. And there's a lot of, I, I think it's the nature of social media and social media platforms. Um, there's a lot of really, in, in my view, a lot of very kind of performative um, displays of wellness, you know, incredible physiques, relentlessly hyper positive messaging and to my mind it can sort of lean a little bit towards um you know almost cultish type behavior where these figures build you know massive communities around themselves and i you know i I try to kind of go look it's still positive there's still positive stuff there but i'm quite suspicious of it and i feel this is something that I tapped into a long time ago. We can't be in a hyper positive place all the time. That's it's, toxic. It's not, yeah, it's not realistic yeah. and it's not balanced. And I'm probably quite obsessed with that idea of, of balance and the middle way. Mm. And um, I think that's where the, the attitude part comes from. It's really don't, you know, don't get too too narrow and too pointy in this pursuit of, you know, I'm going to be well. And it just becomes this enormous flex that is, there's no oxygen. You know, it, it's, it's so, it becomes so one note. And I think, I think it moves in the wrong direction, to be honest. And my sort of thing is wellness you know, if we're talking about the mean, if we're talking about the average, I'm not talking about people who have extreme situations like extreme trauma or extreme abuse. Like that requires many layers of you know professional help um, and you know whatever. You know, it, 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 that's probably not something you can recover from on your own. But I'm saying like across the board, the average, where you know we've all got our we've all got our baggage, we've all got a certain level of backstory trauma, you know, whatever, our demons. I feel we can all deal with that in, in, in quite a, a lo-fi way, that it doesn't have to be, you know, you know, hy- hysterically committed to um, with sort of like a, a frantic... Um, I have to be well, you know, I have to be well. Energy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't, you know, it, I don't think it's a coincidence that, 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 that this is, that this kind of phenomenon of the, the, the hyper achieving has kind of coincided with the digital age. And the problem with, though with the social media stuff yeah. is um, it's all very heavily filtered. You know, some people take 20 pictures to get one selfie that they're going yeah. to put up. 
So like it's an unrealistic goal in a lot of cases because you're only seeing the absolute success. You're not seeing the 20 tries that it takes to get that absolute success. Sure. Know? Sure, I agree. Um, and also, you know, further to that, Chris, it's um, it's also it, the the emphasis. In spite of all the talk around the internal journey, there's a lot of emphasis on the aesthetic and the external appearance mm. of wellness. I mean, I, I laugh at myself because, like, I try to put out a little tiny two minute promotional video for my podcast every week. And I choose different times of the day. I don't overthink it. I wait for my window of opportunity in the day. Sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's outside, inside. I tell you what, I've looked at some of those videos back and I mean, I look like, <laughs> I look like I've just been dragged through a bush backwards. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, go, Tara, I think that's, I like, I think there's a certain appeal to that. You're, you're coming on authentic yeah. as yourself. You're yeah. not trying yeah. to, you're not trying to dress it up that you're this guy who just ha- totally has it together all the time. And like, okay, so what? Yeah. If your hair is a bit messy, then doesn't yeah. everybody wake up that way? Like, isn't that? Like, I, I personally wouldn't trust a knight in shining armor. I want someone with a few dents and maybe a bit of rust, like because uh, yeah. nice. they've been yeah. through something. They they know what's ha- what's happening. Like someone someone falling backwards out of the tavern, you know, with a yeah. with a jug over his head, <laughs> the drunken master, if you will. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's it. I think. Look to, to to just to you know bring that thought to a conclusion. The the wellness with attitude idea is also to sort of to just call out the phoniness and to call out the preciousness and to bring it back to somewhere real. And that to me is where real growth can happen. And it requires, it requires just a level of frankness and a a level of honesty that goes hand in hand with facing fear. And I think that is, that's a very, worthwhile door to open uh, as scary as it might be and I mean I, you know I, I tried to walk that line I've definitely tried to do it on my my website um, where I've written about my own kind of struggles with depression or you know whatever is kind of going on for me at that you know at the time of writing mm. and I've continued to try to do that in the podcast um, and you know again for it to be of use to other people that's a bit of a balancing act because I don't think it's that interesting to people if you're just kind of going, if you're, if you're, if you're just staying in this is how I feel and you get lost in the, in that space. I think it's useful when you're engaging with it, being honest about it, owning it, mm. and then perhaps, you know, extrapolating or taking from it things that can be useful, you know, going forward. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's it's always only a work in progress. And I think that's another thing to shout, you know, to throw some shade on the hyper wellness warriors. Um, you know, it sometimes I feel like there's a presentation of completion or a presentation of arrival. Mm. Like now I'm here and I've done all the hard work. I'm like, oh man, like one day to the next, you know, you don't know how you're going to be. And it's like the bad days are no less valid than the good days. And in fact, they teach us so much more if we're living with them and being present with them, and absolutely, you know, finding finding that path of of, of non judgment of ourselves, um, and like compassionate non judgment. I mean, I think that's 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 absolute gold. Yeah, it falls yeah. in line with two of my favorite kind of um, 
historical quotes, but like I use them nearly as personal and mantras. Like um, one was Michelangelo was asked, yo, like, where did you learn all this stuff? And he went, sure, I'm still learning. You know? Yeah. And the other one is, uh, has just completely slipped my mind. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 a thousand lessons are learned in defeat and victory teaches us nothing. That's from um, The Art of War. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's a, there's a concept from martial arts, um, which is beginner's mind. And it's a very simple idea, and I'm sure you're already guessing at the, the, the basic you know, thrust of it. But the way I used to talk to my students about it um, is, you know, if, if you've got to imagine a cup and... If your cup is full, like the cup represents, you know, you, your brain and what you think, you know, and if you, you know, if that cup is full, it's like, well, there's nothing else that can go in. Yeah. So there's actually a Japanese fable about that, actually. Yeah. So, you know, where a man would, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Where a man was seeking wisdom and he went to all the masters in the world and then he went to go to the grandmaster. The grandmaster goes, sure, we'll have a cup of tea. And he starts pouring tea into a cup and the cup builds all the way up to the top and then starts pouring over. Mm. He's like, stop, stop, you're spilling the tea everywhere. He goes, I know, that's because the cup is full. <laughs> so there's nothing I can teach you unless you empty it. <laughs> that's it. That's, no, that's exactly it. No, that's good. That's, um, and so it's like, and that's, so in other words, like beginner's mind is, it's, it's, it's a type of humility. And it's accepting that, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know everything. Um. And I mean, that's, that goes back to, you know, to Socrates, because that's one of his one, one of his famous sayings. It's, you know, it's, it's the wise man who knows he knows nothing. And, you know, you, you know, we say these things and they come out like kind of trite, kind of cliches. But when you actually stop and engage with the idea in a truthful way, and you, you think about it now, how many people are making themselves unwell, consuming information. And the, the kind of the fear around vaccination, the fear around the pandemic, the conspiracy theories, and how many people are spending time just well, devouring, yeah. devouring information. And they're not, you know, I haven't personally. I kind of go, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a biologist. I'm not an expert on, you know, vaccination or well, like, so, as far as the, the vaccine and the pandemic and everything, I've just tried to keep it as practical as I can. And like you said, look, I don't like I'm not a scientist, you know, I'm going to I'm going to just try and be realistic and keep an, keep, keep an ear to the ground and, and listen to what people are saying. And, you know, I don't I'm not a fan of like radical behavior, but I am a fan of open dialogue. So I do think we can all talk about these things as long as we're like you're like you're saying, Dara, we're coming to the conversation and we're willing to listen and kind of be humble and accept like, well, look, I, I have a way of looking at it, but it doesn't mean that's the only way to look at it, you know? Um, sure. And I think that's probably been one of my biggest allies and probably our allies, Chris, with this project is always trying to come back to that concept that, well, look, look, we don't, A, we don't have to agree. Uh, but, yeah. but I mean, back to the, to the pandemic and, 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 and the conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm just, I, I've said it, I don't know how many times on here, but I'll, I'll always go back to like, guys, you know, our environment right now and the global situation or whatever, it, if the ship is kind of effectively kind of going down and standing around arguing 
is probably not going to really help the situation. In fact, yes. <laughs> it's the opposite of what we should really be doing. But I think when people are worked up in a panic and they're afraid, that's the kind of modality yeah. you can get into. You go on these knee-jerk reactions. And a lot of the time, it's actually just people are, that's the way they've learned to cope and process things is, is having these kind of extreme reactions to things. And that can turn into a bit of a cycle as well. Um, no, I agree. I think the, you know, the, the fear and anxiety and the sense of having no control and being kind of helpless, like that's, that's rocket fuel for yeah. that type of behavior. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an attempt. I think it's an attempt. It's an attempt to gain control. And, and but also fear to... and panic are completely contagious as well. Like Sure. You know, a person is smart, people are stupid, like, <laughs> yeah. once you get enough people panicking about something, everyone around them will panic. Yeah. It feeds yeah. out as a, you know. Yeah, like the virus itself, almost. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the old, the old pandemic, we do, I mean, we talk, we kind of, we, we've talked about it a good bit on here, but it, it, it's, uh, it, it, something I came across that I found quite interesting as far as, like, the general average of how people were kind of reacting to it i did kind of start to notice a a trend among people who were maybe not necessarily anti-vax but were kind of kind of like i don't think i'm gonna get it i'm not sure i'm not i'm not you know and this kind of attitude it's kind of starting to wane now but there's still an attitude of like ah things are gonna go back to normal where i think the reality is is no this is like a this is a change this is like a things are different now and Mm. i think there's a sense of basically global back to trauma there's a global trauma and a global bereavement actually happening right now and it's 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 a sense of loss of that life that we did have before we all went into lockdown and it's a very well documented thing like how people respond to bereavement and the different stages of grief and actually this came up on another show to do wellness that we had with una but that uh i started to notice that people that were it was it was almost like they're in denial they haven't gotten past they're still at that very first step in bereavement where they want to still believe oh oh well maybe it's nothing maybe it is all a conspiracy and they're kind of like there's been there's been there has been a decision to take that route but it's kind of on a subliminal level almost you know what i mean where that's at that moment in time how they're coping with it is just to kind of basically defend themselves a little bit from all this stuff that's going on around them and i think it's heavily close uh linked to bereavement um i found that actually very fascinating actually to kind of see how that was all working um it's no it's really interesting i think um like the, you know grief is such a it's such a massive experience and it can be incredibly debilitating and challenging. It can also be transformative, but the healthy processing of grief is, is essential for, you know, if you want to kind of have onward movement and forward movement, if you want to think of life, you know, along, you know, a linear progression, um, you can't, I mean, it's a fact of life, though, isn't it? It's It's a a free country. It's a free life. Live your life. But I think it's just far healthier to to engage with grief and to, you know, to acknowledge it and to accept it. And, you know, you've you've got to create a space for it. Mm. Um, And I would have, you know, I would have argued prior to this that socially, like Ireland is quite good. Like Irish culture is quite good at 
providing that space. Now, I'm talking in, you know, conventional terms, like, you know, if mm. someone passes away, you know, there's time given for wakes and funerals and, you know, there's almost, you know, almost a comfort um, with, you know, with death. And I guess the pandemic then, like that, it's a whole other area of grief. Like you're talking about the death of a way of life or the, the death of ease and, you know, the death of feeling all will be well. That's, that's massive. And yeah. I mean, certainly the timing of, the, of me launching the podcast, I was very aware of like of what you're saying. I was very aware that um, with everything that's gone on since the start of the pandemic, like there's going to be a massive fallout of people just processing and coming to terms with, you know, so many aspects of how the pandemic has affected them. And of course, in the worst way, people who, you know, lost loved ones or family members, particularly older people in homes that they didn't get to say goodbye to, like that sort of stuff is really, really dark. Yeah, very um, traumatic, you know, extremely traumatic, yeah. like PTSD kind of traumatic levels. Like, Big time, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's um, that's no joke. And I just thought, mm. look, the, my, my um, you know, my website's all well and good. The kind of, but, it, you know, the, the, the the reading of something that's very internal kind of process. I just thought, you know what? I think it's time to use my voice uh, in a public forum. forum. So I've been doing it for years, you know, in classrooms and in dojos, uh, you know, in acting. Um, and I just thought, no, it's time now to just kind of take that next step and start putting out, um, like fundamentally, I think I'm putting out something that's very positive um, and really, the, you know, the, the recurring messages of the podcast are, uh, you know, resilience, positivity, um, personal responsibility and honest engagement with self and active self-care. Mm. And, I, and I think, you know, it, it, it you know, it sounds, it, it could, you know, it could possibly sound like it's very self-absorbed or self-oriented. And it's all about me, banging on about myself. Mm. Actually, but I, I found it to be quite humble, actually. Yeah, nice one, Chris. I'm glad yeah. to hear you say that. And uh, like with a written thing, you can edit that a million times, but like your podcast is fairly free form. Yeah. You know, you kinda you kinda get distracted by yourself sometimes and then sure. go back to topic later. Kind of like we do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But that's very good because um it, it shows like an honesty, a reality, you know. Yeah, well I've I've got you know, I I've I have great faith in that. Yeah, um, yeah, we do too. It, Absolutely, it, it cuts out a lot of the dance. Do you know what I mean? And it, you kind of get to you kind of get to things that are real a lot quicker. Um, and you know, for me, it, it does come back to you can only take care of yourself. You can only kind of sorry, you can only be responsible for your own actions, and you can only make those decisions about how you choose to be and what you choose to share and how you choose to be in the world, and then. You know what you get back. You know that's that's the role of the dice. But I think the more comfortable you are with your own kind of position, you know, the greater the chance of happiness or contentment or, you know, being more successful in the battle with the demons. And I think that's um, that's about as good a starting point as you can have. And if you if you if you if you've managed that, I just think it makes you so much more capable in all other areas of your life, whether that's you know career you know, relationships, you know, whatever, you know, in the community, you've just got a lot more confidence to go, well, I don't, 
I don't have to be worried about myself to the same extent. You know, I've kind of, I'm living who I am. Well, I think uh, the, other, the, other, the, other, the other side to that, Dara, is, is that the better we're able to look after ourselves, the more useful we are to people around us as well. So it's within our interest and within yeah. the interest of people we care about that we do actively engage in self-care and a bit of analysis and not tax yeah. ourselves too much with it either. And I think also meeting new people like we're doing right now and, 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 and looking at new things, that's also really important, I think. Um, yeah. And to be actively interested in, well, what is going around? And not to the point where, like you're talking about, obsessively checking the news and reading everything and just consuming and consuming information. It's like an active interest in actually kind of day-to-day -day stuff even, just and without the phone and all yeah. of these other stuff. Like just, I, I, again, I do like to try and keep things as, as kind of practical as possible. Yeah, yeah. I find, I find the more honest I am with myself, the more I see in other people, you know, like the more I recognize myself, the more I recognize other people. Sure. That mm. I can, I can, I can understand them better. You know. Yeah. But you were going to say something there, there. Sorry about putting you off. Uh, no, no, not at all. I was just like further to what uh, Shane was saying a second ago um, about you know looking for what's out there. I think um, for me, it's. Um, I mean, this might sound a bit hippie-ish, but it's like good energy. And yeah, absolutely. That's that's pretty simple to me. It's like, you know, you feel it and you know when you're kind of, you know, in a good space. And I'm, I'm not talking about an internal space, like with other people. Like, this is a good space, like mm. what we're doing at the moment. Mm. And, you know, it's a good exchange and that's good energy. So I know, like, I'm going to come away after this and my sort of, Positivity levels will have risen, um, yeah, and then and the other things. That's you know, great. There, that's yeah, sorry to cut across you, but it goes back to a point that one of the core things of like what we do on here and like people we like to have on is stuff that not just that people are interested in, but will actually be inspired by. We should inspire each other. Like we shouldn't be looking out to like this idea and the measure of, of success is well. I'm doing way better than this guy. It's like so far removed from how we actually got to where we are now and how we survived. We survived and got to where we are now by working together, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. That's um, I mean that the collaborative idea and then the connection to communities. Um, I think that's that's just really rich ground for, you know, for sort of strengthening yourself. For reinforcing um, that kind of good energy, um, because again, it's it, it's an exchange, and like you know, I've been you know I've been teaching karate here at home and in, in in my garden, so I've been running these kind of outdoor classes um, since the start of the summer, and I was coming towards you know this time of year, thinking I'm going to keep going with this, um, you know, obviously winter it's getting a bit wetter, a bit colder. And then I was like, actually, do you know what? Instead of agonizing over whether to get a, you know, get a space, hire rooms, do all of that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep it outdoors. And that's going to be my sort of, you know, one of the selling points of what I'm offering is, you know, and again, it's very COVID friendly, but it's mm -hmm. also, you know, it, it sort of encourages a certain uh, toughness and resilience and, you know, a willingness to kind of go, okay, this isn't going to be conventional. We're going to stay outdoors and we're going to do what we have to do and we'll, you know, we'll wear the right clothes. But like I found already, and I mean, I, you know, I don't have loads of students, but I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's mostly, it's been all, mostly kids. I've had a few adults for Tai Chi 
but I've had this nice group of kids who've been coming to me on and off since June. And then there's a few little dedicated ones now are coming regularly and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm going to keep coming. And, you know, that's already building a little community. Um, and I've been able to tap into that further by going into my daughter's school and doing some karate, you know, blocks in there as well. Um, you know, that means like a block of karate classes as opposed to an actual karate like block. Like block. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna take a wee we're gonna take a wee break but before we do that i'll just mention again dara's website which i'm gonna ask you a little bit about more dara i'd love to know how you got started on that project because sure. that seems to have led very nicely into your podcast so for the audience out there again dara's podcast is the clear out podcast uh he's on acast but you'll find him on all the usual spots if you're on spotify or things like that and his website i'd really highly recommend it we've got it in the back there um that you go and check that out um, if you want to know more about uh, all the stuff Dara is at. Dara, do you, so you, you, are you are you actively taking on students at the moment? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, people absolutely. are interested in that, what would be the... the... <laughs> they have to come to Wicklow and Wicklow? see my posters okay. in shop windows. Okay, okay, that's good. So if you're down, yeah, down Wicklow Way, near Rathdrum and Green Anne, Ockram, Ballinaclash, it's kind that of a, sort of uh, a local, that area. A local, yeah, a local been, project. No, no website for that. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. You, you know, you, people you, might you be interested. Contact me on social media, you know? Okay, great. Well, look, we're going to get Windows into this. I want to hear... Uh, the, it's Shad, Shad, Windows, Shadow Windows Can. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Is it Shadow Can, uh, Dara? Is it, how do I pronounce yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Shadow, Shadow Can. Okay, yeah. And Tai Chi. Yang-style Tai Chi. Yang-style Tai Chi. Exactly. Okay, great, guys. was Dara Clear from uh, the Clear Out podcast uh, or theclearout.com. That's Dara Clear, the Clear Out podcast uh, uh, on Acast or uh, you'll find more Dara's work on the Clear Out. Or his website is theclearout.com and we'll have Dara back soon for more for lots more great guy uh, but if you, if you if you can't wait go and check out his stuff guys and I wish you all the best and we'll be playing a show tomorrow with myself and Chris and also some uh, long play repeats wellness special on Sunday so all the best thank you bye bye bye